Welcome back to the podcast, and as always, let's get straight into it. Today we're going to do a very brief a day's reflection, and as always, we hit up about three different topics, and hopefully today they'll kind of combine together. Three things that I have been noticing, but especially today. The first one is that practice does not make perfect. And it's something that I've been taught and we've been taught since the beginning of time, since we were little, is that if you practice and you practice and you practice, one day you'll just be perfect. Now we know that perfection is unattainable. It's just a concept out there to help us always progress forward and forward and forward. However, the real answer is that practice does not make perfect. Practice makes improvement. And I've personally noticed that in everything that I am doing, whether it is podcasting or art or writing or speaking, any skill, anything that you are doing throughout your day, the more that you do it, the more that perhaps not consciously, but you're realizing all these things that that could be better and you end up doing them. With the podcast, for example, I've noticed that not recording in the car would probably be a good start because I'm improving it somehow. I also realized that writing down, jotting down some notes about what I plan to speak about would be helpful to structure and organize the podcast. When it comes to my art, it's completely different because that is a very creative side of me and it either comes naturally or it doesn't. And if you're a creative person, you understand how hard it is. But in that sense, practice also makes improvement because I've been learning these techniques, these absolutely new techniques and these designs and styles that I didn't derive from anywhere else but inside of me. And that's why doing something over and over again and and practicing it, not repetition exact, but practicing a habit, practicing a, a skill, growing on it will always lead that improvement that we want because we don't want perfection there is no such thing as perfection because once you reach a goal let's say that it was real once you reach a goal there's nowhere else to go and as human beings we're oriented to always ask ourselves what's next so this leads us to the second reflection for today which is we're always on the move we are always asking ourselves what's next Once you get the job that you really want and you spend about six months to a year, maybe even two years, you kind of get bored of it. Or maybe you don't. But in your mind and consciously, you are always asking whether it's inside that job or perhaps you're asking what's next after the job. In your head, once you achieve a certain level, you're always asking yourself what's next, which is why it's important to have a bigger goal To have something almost unattainable so that when you are hitting all these little milestones, that when you're ready to choose the next step, it's all leading towards one thing. And it's not not always the best to make it a goal that's unattainable. You should do it if you're disciplined enough to understand that that's okay and that it's unattainable, but it's there to motivate you. However, if if you're just in the process of starting this, then you do want to set attainable goals for yourself to teach yourself that you can do it. 
to help yourself understand that you are capable of reaching the smaller milestones before you set the bigger perhaps we're just calling it unattainable goal right now but it's the concept and because of that we're always on the move it's it's a human condition that you can't really change the only way is if if the absence of it is what exists if you're on survival mode for example you're not asking what's next you're actually traumatized and upset when there is something that comes up and so people like we spoke about before are in different loops in their life and they're stuck whether it's on survival mode or not survival mode there are different conditions and state of minds to be stuck in and it's not always the fact that we're thinking about what's next sometimes we're so stuck that we're not thinking about what's next at all and both of those are a problem if you're constantly engaging in what is next and not living in your present versus survival mode and living in your past these are all these are all issues that we need to confront but the process of moving really fast and always asking what's next without taking into consideration what's around you right now without giving yourself a pat on the back for all the work that you have achieved and it's not to say that we should all increase in pride and ego for everything that we've done but it's to say that you need to you you need to just look at yourself in a new light you need to see the way that you're treating yourself when it comes to life milestones in general because we are always taught to compare what's around with us if you hear a coworker got a promotion or did something you're always asking yourself why didn't I get it and again it's it's a human condition also so those are the first two reflections the third reflection when you have planned something for yourself to do whether it's a task or a to-do list or a conversation and it's getting to that point where you don't really want to do it or you've got a long list and you just want to ignore all of that and put it to the side what i have learned and as the last reflection is that i find the best next step no matter how small that step is and i take it for example if i have to make a phone call of some sorts and I have anxiety about this phone call or I just don't want to make it because my list is so long and I want to ignore everything. In that case, you know, if it's the list, I pick about two to three of the easiest things. When it comes to the phone call, the next step that I can think about, which won't cause me too much anxiety, is to just find the number, right? And being a a non-committal person and not wanting to probably complete the whole task, I'm like, hey, if you just find the number, you don't need to make the phone call today. But it gets me comfortable enough to go ahead and get the number. And then once I have it, I'm like, hey, why don't I just make the call if if I felt comfortable enough? And so I would continue doing that. And sometimes it works wonders to where taking that first small step, no matter how small it is, gets me to complete the entire task. And I'm all set. And some days it's not. Some days I just complete the one small task, but at least I did something. And in my in my mind, it's not as if I failed. It makes it a good thing that I at least took one step. 
instead of falling back and considering the fact that I have done nothing and feeling bad about it and having negative intentions and perspectives. Another example is if you're trying to have a conversation, a confrontational conversation, and I those those give me anxiety. A solution to that would be to either set set a date, set a time you're going to have that conversation or write the top three things that you want to discuss or even set a time with that person. I mean, reach out to that person like, hey, when can we talk? And so there's a lot of examples, a lot of ideas, but it's worked wonders for me. As someone who struggles with overthinking and probably a lot of other undiagnosed psychological things, I have found some coping mechanisms that have helped me deal with setbacks, no matter how small they are. And so I hope that in sharing these, someone gets something out of it, because I know it probably does not sound um, like completely sane advice, but I promise that it works, and I hope that you try it if you have any of the issues. But these are today's three reflections. Thank you for tuning in.